0: Hey, this is Josh Tyson with UX Magazine. Yesterday I had the chance to speak with Sergio Nouvelle. He is the author of Why Web Design is Dead. an Extremely popular uh, article on uxmag.com. A lot of people agreed with the article. They think web design is dead. A lot of people really disagreed with the article. They think web design is alive and well. There are a ton of comments on this article. Sergio has taken a lot of time to go through and respond to just about, uh, well, not all of them. But a great many of them. So I was uh, I was eager to get on the uh, the old Skype with him and talk a little bit more about the article and about web design. He is a Chilean-born designer. He works. Uh, he's a co-founder, I believe, of Continuum in Lima, Peru. Uh, bright dude, fun to talk to. Here we go. Let's do it, Sergio. It's good to see you on Skype. Um, and uh, how good is? To see you too. How is life in Peru right now?
1: Uh, quite pleasant because uh, we have a very steady climate. Uh, it's near the near the near the sea, and well, it's much warmer in winter than, than in Santiago, uh, my my hometown. So
0: yeah, it's really great to be here. In yeah, I've always wa- I've always wanted to visit Peru, uh, and not not just for Machu Picchu, but uh, Lake Titicaca. <laughs> I think has has always been interesting to me. It's this yeah, huge, yeah, well, super deep lake. It, it's a
1: fascinating country. You you, you never stop uh, discovering new things. Uh,
0: what what brought great. you to Peru from Chile?
1: Uh, the love. My my fiancé is Peruvian, so I I came here to live with her.
0: i was gonna say, obviously, we we want to talk a little bit about uh, why web design is dead. Uh, it's been a great uh, article for the magazine. Lots and lots of shares. Lots of controversy. Yeah. Um but before we get to that I thought maybe you could share just a little bit about you know how you came to design and, and what what your uh what your journey has been like like wh- how did how did you first become interested in in becoming a designer and kind of in kind of the digital sphere
1: Yeah um well I I am a graphic designer uh and well, I I came out of college in 2008, so um, I received a, an education which, which was um, mainly analog in in terms of how graphic designing was understood at the time. Uh, so I I had to manage to infuse my career uh, with the digital uh, by myself. So I had to learn web technologies by myself and. And I think that slowly uh my interest in digital and technology and and my desire of crafting better web pages in that time and then web applications and, and
0: mobile apps uh led me gradually to to ux design and you know that seems to be uh i guess the crux of the article to me and, and I think a lot of people read the article and uh you know, you know, the headline does kind of incite a certain uh, amount of uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> disease with certain readers. But I think the, the bigger point of the article isn't that, uh, that web design is entirely dead. It's that it's becoming part of something bigger, like part of a, a larger design process. Um, and that, yeah. and that the, the, a lot of the fundamental parts of it are kind of going by the wayside. But, but many of the key tenets are still, still very relevant, still very valuable.
1: I realize that uh, people understand a great range of different things uh, when they hear that web design is dead. So yeah, I obviously I am doing web design right now and I will continue to do it. And but the thing is, uh, I I think we we cannot. We can no longer uh, refer as uh, ourselves as web designers because that is uh, increasingly uh, narrowing the scope of what, what we can do and and what we should do as as designers in two thousand and fifteen
0: yeah for sure and and uh, yeah web design is, is just like now it's just kind of a small piece of of this bigger thing experience design or ux design, whatever you want to call it and uh I think the article does a pretty good job of touching on a lot of that. And uh, I think what people are really, I wonder if some of the, some of the outrage is that uh, maybe some people were taken by surprise or were, aren't quite ready to to kind of reshape their skill set or, or even their mindset surrounding what they do to kind of fit into this new paradigm.
1: Yeah, I think that uh, many people are resisting to the idea that uh, mobile is less used than before uh there's an article uh, by Andresen and Horowitz uh, which which is about the mobile killing the web and I cannot agree more with it because uh, it's it's real the the usage numbers of web are, are declining and the thing is even even if we are uh, currently accessing content uh, in a web format—that's uh, not uh, a requirement anymore, and I think that's the thing that many people uh, is is not realizing that that they are uh, very invested in designing pages that showcase the content. But the thing is, the content is. Uh, it's now free of the platform and can travel by by any by any medium and one one piece of example is uh, the, the reader apps like pocket or flipboard or google news or uh, Their ways of consuming web content that, are, that they are not web. They, they can be fed by uh, RSS or any other format and People are not realizing it that it looks like web, but it's not web, so it doesn't need to be designed uh, like a web page.
0: Hmm, interesting. yeah, flipboard is something I look at frequently and and it's funny too that you mentioned or that we're talking about specifically like article content because I think in in some of the comments. On this article, and and honestly, on a lot of articles on our mag- on our magazine, we uh, we get the comment that it's you know it's ironic that a UX <laughs> focus magazine would have you know all these uh, design problems or and it's true the, the <laughs> yeah. website has its limitations and and the main reason for that is just that you know, our goal first and foremost is to to be a free community resource. So that's, that sucks up a fair amount of our resources. Um, So what we have left over is kind of what we put towards web design. (laughs) So while it would be nice to in, in uh, practice, be a a sterling example of great experience design uh, we're focusing more on the content and and in a sense, uh, and it is interesting too, because when I look at most of our indicators it's it says that our most of our uh, visitors are desktop, and and I think that probably has a lot to do with people's day jobs. Because um, even yeah. if you're designing these these mobile experiences, you're likely doing a lot of it from a desktop. But but by and large, yeah, there are so many other ways to consume content. And you know, I don't look at Flipboard sitting at my desk. I look at it when I'm you know riding the bus or perhaps in the bathroom. Exactly. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I think web as a platform and web pages as As a, as a tools uh, will continue to exist because they are better suited for 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 some some Tasks, uh, I, I know what I know that because I'm a I'm a designer I I never owned a, a tablet or iPad or something because I don't I don't think I need it uh, my mobile and my, my laptop are all I need and, and I rely heavily on my laptop because precisely of of my my job, but um, that can't uh, blind me to the fact that uh, people worldwide are primarily accessing internet by their mobile phones and this is uh, even more true in developing countries uh, because the 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 cost of the device is much uh, lower. So, yeah for, for many people the first Experience of internet is, uh, is a mobile phone and mobile apps and may, m- many people think that uh, Facebook is like the The, um, the homepage to the internet uh, So yeah, we, we can we can be blind to that fact or we can try to do something about it because uh, I think it's here to stay and I don't necessarily think that uh, the, the relevance of the web is a good thing because it's it's an open platform it's a flexible platform um, But the thing is as designers we have to deal with what is it's currently happening and that includes the the, 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 the advance of technology and the advance of, uh, of uh, Global businesses and the way that it's currently being done and, and currently uh, most of the content we consume is mediated by,
0: by two large uh, mobile companies uh, Apple and, and Google well, it's interesting, uh, to, uh, to think about, um, in terms of like a desktop computer designing for the web, you have so much more real estate, which is probably more attractive to a designer. You can, you can experiment, you have more space, it's less constrictive. Whereas, you know, designing an experience for mobile requires, uh, maybe more discipline, but also just a different mindset. And then when you take it a step further, as you mentioned, um, you know, in developing companies, countries where, uh, where people are using strictly mobile devices, I think those mobile devices are often not very sophisticated and require an even a, a, another layer of kind of simplicity or, or at least uh, design thinking about, you know those those uh, constraints.
1: Yeah, I, I think that that's what's good about mobile is that uh, it 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 has forced us to uh, look at. Uh, multi-channel from from multi-channel standpoint because previously uh, we all all we were seeing was uh, was web. And, and I think that's why many designers are uh, fighting the idea that the web is going to die because they, they don't want to Abandon this place where web was was a center uh, and all that you need to learn was uh, web technologies and HTML and web design so now um, the, the importance of mobile is making us realize that we should and must uh, design for multiple channels. So today is mobile. Tomorrow will be smart watches. Uh, later, uh, smart cars and VR and artificial intelligence and smart fridges and, and whatever. So. It's time for us to embrace this uh, multi-channel mindset because we will need it uh, the, the thing is not going to to revert we're not going back to web uh, even if web uh, stays for a long time uh, It will be coexisting with many other devices and formats and technologies and ways of delivering information So we, we cannot be tied anymore to only just one medium uh, important as it, it is currently now.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned smartwatches, which uh, some people I've talked to uh, think that, that, what that what that also heralds is that uh, we'll, more of a departure from screens in general. Uh, you know, so many, obviously, web-based experiences are screen-centered, Mobile uh, relies on the screen, but but with uh, yeah. with the Apple Watch or the, yeah the Apple Watch in particular, you're starting to introduce interactions that don't require you even you even looking at the screen. You know, you have the Taptic engine that That's can him. tell you certain things, and that might be kind of a a uh, yeah a pathway to a future where digital experiences aren't really screen based at all. And and that would certainly require what you're talking about, like more of a, a broader skill set and a different. Perspective on experience design.
1: Exactly. Uh, I we we've been trained to design visually. Uh, I was trained to design uh, logos and posters and books and stationery. So yeah, uh, we we approach to the web with that with that mindset. Uh, I can remember my first days on the web when I like. Uh, it, it was like painting a canvas in fireworks and then cutting cutting all the image in tiny bits and exporting all of that in, into a table uh, That is a reflection of, of our mindset, uh, a mindset oriented to screens and, and visual design um, And I think that transition uh, was announced by now on uh, and, and currently even, even today it's not evident by, by, to everyone that um, We're starting to transition from visual design to, to Other other ways of transmitting and consuming content that are not necessarily visual And yet they still have to be designed. So the, the question is how do we as designers because we are designers uh, or, or I, I try to consider myself as a, a global designer uh, not, not tied to a specific medium. How, how do we deal with that? How do we design that? Uh, because what is being transmitted by it is, is value and Value it's the thing that is not going anywhere because we can invent many other Platforms and ways of delivering it, but the value will still be the thing that uh, makes everything else exist
0: well, And then you mentioned you're a visual designer. So you understand um, probably some of the resistance to to wanting to, to rely less on visuals and on visual cues. Has uh, it been kind of a, a melancholy transition for you to, to realize that, that maybe some <laughs> of the things that you spent so much time perfecting these skills uh, might not, not necessarily be useless, but might have to be refactored? Is, is that something that has occurred to you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, for me, it's a hell of a ride because uh, Yeah, you have you have to, to realize by yourself that uh, everything is changing. I, I think the first product that m- made me re- reconsider the idea was a Facebook paper uh, Probably you know what? It, uh, it was an experiment by Facebook uh, which was designed by uh, it, it, with other mindset and uh, with, uh, based on surfaces and transitions, uh, and from, from a transitional point of view which doesn't fit at all any of the software we use and, and they had to adapt the uh, Quartz Composer and do or uh, create origami on top of it uh, because none of uh, our Photoshop's and sketches and fireworks uh, are cutting. So that that is an example of that our current tools are forcing us to continue thinking the same way thinking of screens that One screen leads to another screen and another screen and some pop-up appears, but um, I think material design has also made it evident that uh, We need to start thinking uh, in more dimensions we need to start designing with movement, with time, with surfaces, with, with the space. And even beyond that, uh, we're not, we need to start uh, focusing again on, on the content and how, how I- is it being transmitted by a specific medium. Uh, we as designers have largely um, ignored, for example, uh, our old, uh, CSS, uh, style sheets for, for audio. And they have been existing for a long time, uh, just like uh, as a um, as a way of uh, uh, ma- making some, some difference to screen readers. But increasingly, audio interfaces are present in our in our lives. If you're driving and you use ways, uh, you're basically while you're driving, you're following an an oral interface. Uh, so it's it's already here, but people is not quite realizing it uh, Except for for the ones which are making these apps. So the purpose of the article was uh, to, to make a wake-up call to everyone because Yeah, uh, currently web is still really important, but in, in three years in five years uh, the landscape will be really changed, and, and the people who, who are not capable of forecasting it uh, are going to have a hard time adapting to it.
0: Yeah, and I think your point about Facebook in the article um, it illustrates that, because a lot of businesses have realized that there's something a lot easier that they can do to reach customers uh, than, than hire a designer and, and build out a website. And they can just post all the relevant information on Facebook, and, I, and I've noticed too that a lot of uh, what you might consider like really hip, cool kind of boutique businesses that you would expect to have like a really cool minimal website have just forsaken it completely. And they have a Facebook thing, and then they have Instagram, and so they're just kind of relying on these these platforms that are already built into uh, to mobile devices. Exactly.
1: Yeah, I I was reading the other day uh, about uh, what an uh, a VC called. Uh, no stack startups, which was uh, startups that are not uh, building a platform or relying. Uh, they, they just rely completely on other other companies' platform, like building a business out of, completely out of Facebook or out of Instagram or out of Twitter. So you realize that okay, yeah, we are consuming Facebook in a webpage uh, in in our desktop now, but. It, it doesn't be it doesn't have to be that way. Uh, Facebook is not tied to, to web content So you're really building something on top of Facebook. No, not on top of web and Facebook. So yeah, Facebook is free to launch a, a, a desktop app if, if they want or, or uh, launch uh, platforms for other devices that are not tied to a web platform. So um I think that the the main tech companies uh, these days have built a kind of an abstraction layer in top of the core Internet technologies. So yeah, we're doing lots of things over the Facebook platform over the Twitter platform over the, the Google platform and these platforms are not tied to any to any specific uh, format or, or device. So it's, it's already multi-channel and, and these companies uh, have have this clear for years uh, it's time for us to, to realize that too and start considering how, how do we transmit content by multiple touch points that are not tied to web anymore
0: well, what about I, I think in the article or at least in some of the comments people were leaving uh, one concern I, I remember reading was that uh, you know for big e-commerce sites or, or sites that have you know sophisticated um, you know, uh, actions that people can take that, that maybe in some sense that web design was still required for that. Like what, what do you, th- what do you see? How do you see that changing? Cause, um, I feel like, I mean, I don't know the numbers, but are more people buying things on mobile now too? Is that, is that making it so that, uh, you don't need such a robust online store that you can, are, are there workarounds?
1: Well, uh, clearly, mobile is, is becoming the solution for payments, uh, because of the technologies that come into mobile, like fingerprint uh, authentication that are not present in, in desktops, not, 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 not in a standard or reliable way, um, so it makes sense that Given that we are increasingly making uh, payments uh, by mobile uh, that we shop on my mobile, too And, and it, it's happening now uh, every serious e-commerce has have, uh, their Their mobile app uh, available uh, So yeah, the thing is okay in the web Obviously, we still need web e-commerce um, but The thing is uh, the standards and the practices and the, the patterns uh, uh, for e-commerce are really, really established by now. Uh, so all you have to do is uh, it's follow the rules and optimize business specifics, but it's not you're not going to reinvent uh, web e-commerce as it is um, You can And if you think about it, the ways you can improve it is connecting it more to for example, uh, a mobile payments app. So the opportunities of uh, improvement or, and change are now related to integrating with other channels. So even, even that vision uh, cannot be just web e-commerce anymore, because you, you have to start thinking uh, uh, broadly in terms of what other devices can, can do to help uh, the, the customer experience and the, and the purchase process.
0: You know, and I, I saw other comments too that uh, responded harshly to your your point about artificial intelligence doing some of the work that that web designers are now doing. And and I there's one comment I'm looking at right now that uh, I think assume that you were trying to say that humans will be replaced with computers. Um, that, and that's not necessarily the takeaway that I got from the article. I think wh- I think what I uh, what I hear you saying now and what I read in the article is that's you know they're. There are areas of design where, where artificial intelligence can be a huge boon. And the basic thing is to realize that uh, design is very fluid. And, and to stay competitive, you have to not just focus on this this channel of web design. You have to think broader.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um... Uh, artificial artificial intelligence is uh, is is uh, being increasingly relevant in, in many dimensions. Probably the dimension in which they uh, it it replaces us as designers is really an, uh, immature. Um, and Yeah, some readers made a good point of uh, telling me, "A, hey, the, the grid is not working properly, so <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's probably not a good example of what artificial intelligence can do." And I, I, I may agree with that because I, I, I never used the grid by myself. But the thing is, there's already uh, a recipe for doing that. Uh, so the parents have uh, and, and the. And the methods and the ways of displaying content and doing branding are so established by by now that you can build a recipe to to automate them like like making espresso coffee uh you you don't need a a coffee barista anymore to make a good espresso because you, you you know the the techniques and the procedures and you you can build a machine to it um but that that's only one dimension of what uh, artificial intelligence uh, is impacting what we do. The other dimension, which I think is much more important and much more uh, present uh, today, is artificial intelligence is already shaping what we consume. Uh, For example, it's filtering the Facebook Facebook news feed. So, we are only seeing things that uh, this this digital brain things that are relevant to us. Google now is another example. So, artificial intelligence is trying to solve this problem of excess of noise because we're we're flooded with information and pages and brands and things that are competing for our attention and. Um, that is becoming as stressed and, and anxious and overloaded with information and And it is affecting our productivity and our quality of, uh, of life. So uh, I think artificial intelligence is the answer to to start uh, receiving the content that we need when we need it and and this way being uh, like Let's let invade it with information. I think that 20 years from now We will recall this this uh, These years and we will say wow Those were like the dark ages of information how how people could do something at all productive uh, with <laughs> that, that, that quantity of web pages and information and notifications and requests and buzzes and I don't know so I think it's crazy the way it is right now and and tech companies are realizing it and try to simplify our consumption of Information and it, it has to happen. And the thing is um, If you free yourself up from a specific device or a specific channel You, you can receive information from, from many 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 ways so you can hear it you can see it on a I don't know projected on a on a screen like it's happening with a with a Hololens. So um, I, that that is already happening, and, and artificial intelligence is already uh, starting to helping us discriminate uh, which content is valuable. So it doesn't matter how how care do you uh, you put in into a web page if you are. Uh, you're publishing duplicated content or copied content, or you're you're just uh, a broadcaster of information that is made by some uh, someone else. Uh, you're not going to stay relevant, and, and it doesn't matter how how beautifully crafted is your is your page. The thing is your ability of producing original value. Uh, so, so that's where I think we need to, to start focusing on.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of the resistance to the, to the point to make in the article also seem to, well, I'm looking at one that, uh, says, you know, when the cinema came, people said books are dead. So they're kind of framing their argument that way that, uh, uh that maybe web design is, is an art form. Um, do you, do you worry that, uh, Artificial intelligence and uh, you know a, this multi-channel environment sucks some of the artistry out of design, or is is that um, kind of missing the point to focus on that?
1: Um, well, the thing is, uh, the places where we value uh, artistry, uh, it's are tied to. Well, I, I think it's inherent beauty in, in systems that function well. So if you build a system that, that functions well, even if you're not seeing it, it's, it's beautiful by itself. I, I believe that. And and I think well-integrated systems uh, that combine multiple channels because it, it's not like we are going blind. Uh, visual, visual design will continue to exist, but when it, it is integrated with, uh, with the other channels, it's, I think it uh, enhances its beauty. So, but that—that's one thing. It's uh, uh, function first. Uh, it's form following function. But uh, in which is related to artistry, uh, strictly speaking, uh, I, I think uh, we are—we have more media than ever to make that happen. So, it, it's not like they are taking one possibility from us. They—they they are adding many more. And and. The, the the these new ones are that uh, so, so attractive, and so novelty that uh, they are capturing our, our attention. So everyone is talking about Oculus Rift or Hololens because they, they are novel and and really great ways of seeing things and and displaying things. So I think the possibilities for for uh, visual design and visual artistry are indeed multiplying and um reducing noise and reducing crappy content and reducing um, uh, information garbage information, uh, it's going to help our consumption of that uh, that, that artistry and that and, and those uh, those experiences.
0: Well when you think about print too uh, you know when when the internet first started to kind of overtake the newspaper business, there were a lot of uh, cries that newspapers are dead. Um, but I think what actually happened is the smart newspapers who figured out, you know, were able to kind of sense the trajectory uh, survived and, and kind of in turn ended up defining what content looks like now, like how we consume content now. So,
1: yeah, are we in, are well, we in a yeah. similar
0: position where, you know, designers can. I mean, it it seems I I get the point that uh, some people read this article and and see a lot of limitations um, and and maybe feeling like it's it's being critical of things that they do. But it it also seems to me that you can look at it as an opportunity. Right. Like things are changing. We're heading into an omni channel world where where you get to just not design one aspect of an experience in, in just the Web presence. You get to figure out how all these pieces come together.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's not like uh, your web skills are going to trash uh, I, I think it, it's it's more like you have to add uh, a whole lot of new new skills uh, to what you're you're already what you're you already know and what you're uh, already doing uh, so, so yeah, uh, I, I, I am a front-end designer I I, I love Doing HTML and CSS. I I love the technology and I love what web web patterns and web design but that that can't uh, Distract me to the fact that I I need to care take take care of many 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 more channels and um, What you say about Pre-newspapers. Well, the thing is uh, if you, if you abstract a little bit for a while uh, from the devices we consume now, and you, you start to realize that people want um, better natural experiences. So that, that's, what, that's why Paper hasn't died yet, because it's, it's a tangible uh, a platform. People like to flip pages, people like to hold in their hands what, what they're reading. So I think technology is, 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 is still trying to keep up with that. So I, I'm pretty sure that in the next few years we will have better e-paper. Well, we, we are having better uh, e, uh, e-readers. So technology is trying to emulate uh, the things we like about um, old-style formats like, like print and paper. And trying to infuse with all the dynamics and the limitless possibilities of digital technology. So, uh, yeah, we, we all, we, all of us, have grown accustomed to, to big screens like giant heads, uh, and it's for new generations. It's, it, it's increasingly weird that once we have to be tied to a desktop in order to consume the internet. Um, so I think um, as the technology is evolving uh, it will be providing more and more and more flexibility for us designers to express ourselves and communicate value so probably print like putting ink on a paper will be dead but the the, the, the act of holding something in our hands uh, to and flip pages to consume information will, will probably will still alive because it's it's charming it, it uh, and it's another dimension where that we have kind of forgotten the, the, the haptic feedback and the, the tactile uh, sensations that enhance our, our experiences.
0: The paper and cuts.
1: Smart watches. Huh?
0: The paper cuts too.
1: <laughs> yeah, the paper cuts too. And uh, I, for example, they vibrator or, you know, in a mobile phone, um, very few people design uh, with a vibrator in, in mind and it's it's uh, a main source of information for us uh, that, that's how we realize we, are, uh, we have a phone call uh, if we are on a meeting and the smart is uh, they are also um, giving more and more importance to to tactile feedback um, well the other day I read about uh, some lights, uh, some uh, holograms that uh, are being made touchable. So you start to see all these crazy ways in which technology is, is evolving and you start to realize that you have many more possibilities. So you cannot focus just on one because you're going to miss all the fun and you're gonna miss all the opportunities of, uh, of creating value. So it, it, the article, is, I think, is an invitation to to open the mind rather than close the door.
0: When you mentioned uh, papers, uh, newspapers, and, and the, the things about paper that, that people like, like the experience of holding a paper, reading a paper, are there things about consuming content on a website or on a big screen that you think uh, have that same appeal that might still be relevant or, or uh, sought out or need to exist in some form? I mean, I, like we talk, we mentioned earlier that a lot of people still do sit at their desks and work. Uh, do you think those people are going to crave that 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 mode of interacting with content, where they can see, you know, 15 stories on a page and and, and make their selections that way, and allow themselves to kind of go down that rabbit hole? And <laughs>
1: I, I don't really know. Um, probably we are still in a way that uh, our definitions of simplicity uh, are not quite well uh, shaped yet. Uh, probably we are now on the on the uh, trying to trying to aspire to minimalism because we are we are we're coming up with some some period of extreme overload of information and and crowded web pages and lots of notifications and lots of information so we are kind of sick of that and we are trying to simplify things to an extreme so you if if you see how Medium design their their blog, uh, their blog pages—they are absolutely stripped down of everything. And and when when Medium appeared, it was like a a, a big hit in terms of what e- everyone else were doing with WordPress and and in blogs, right? So, I but I don't think that is necessarily the answer. Uh, people need some, some uh, probably need a balance. And, and like, like you said, like to, to go down rabbit holes and get lost. And sometimes even people like to get distracted by some information, like procrastinating. Um, but I think we, we yet have to discover the, the right amount and the right proportion. I think that probably uh, artificial intelligence and being smarter to present the content will start to inform us uh, on the better ways so yeah there are times in the day where where I want to be distracted by things because I need to relax my mind and other times of the day when I need to be productive and, and not, not be flooded by notifications or, or buzzes so we're starting to understand that how our content and what we do uh, integrates into uh, into the daily lives of our users uh, and i think in that way we are still designing from a, a static point of view in terms of okay this is a this is a poster and <laughs> come everyone to see it uh, so i am assuming that for just for having designed it uh, this this piece of information is worth watching and we, we need to start uh, empathizing more with our users and try to, uh, to to discover when they most
0: need our information and our content and our tools it's interesting to think too about how uh, the shift to uh more focused pieces of content, in essence, uh, you know that that have to make make do with smaller uh, screen real estate, might affect uh, advertising, you know, revenue streams yeah. because you know that pays for a lot of this stuff. And with with web design, it's it's easy. You can there's all sorts of gutters and areas that you can fill with advertisements, but it becomes trickier. And especially as screens start to disappear completely, you know, what are you know how's that going to factor in and is that something that people should worry about, or at least be trying to figure out?
1: Yeah. Well, I. I in fact, uh, it's good that you mentioned advertising because the way advertising is being made, made today is is have, have their 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 days counted. Uh, it's 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 as easy as uh, installing an ad blocker and. Everything is gone, and, and in bubble uh, with a smaller smaller screen real estate, it's harder and it's more annoying to interrupt the user with uh, with their banners and pop-ups and, and 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 clickables and so that is that is, that has to change because it's annoying people and you you can't build a sustainable model of uh, of revenue which annoys fundamentally annoys people so. Uh, people like BuzzFeed uh, are starting to realize that and, and they have uh, crafted this concept of native native uh, advertising, which is content uh, that uh, delivers uh, a brand or, or, or a message um, So yeah, you see uh, We're again going back to content um, Probably the key for advertising and the future for advertising and, and the reason why um, TV advertising hasn't died yet is that it, it provides you a medium to to deliver Good content uh, there. There are good commercials. There are great uh, advertising pieces but Probably you won't say that of a banner which is interrupting you from from seeing a web page or something Which is flashing for you to click it um, or this a uh, uh, this, uh, these uh, banners that appear in, in your mobile phone uh, asking you to to install the app so so yeah that that has to change and the thing is the thing that, that uh, the, the web platform is is losing relevance is going to make this uh, these uh, advertising companies question how they are delivering information Google as an advertising company realized uh, this long ago so you see that Google now is it's a great way of displaying you relevant content, and by relevant content, you you can also mean advertising, relevant advertising uh, delivered the right way uh, when when you really are likely to to make use of it. Uh, we we want advertising in sometimes it it's a very few few times, but sometimes we need someone that tells you uh, what what to buy or what to choose. Um, So there's an opportunity, and and very soon uh, advertising companies will be forced to rethink everything because no one is going to be staring at their business anymore.
0: Yeah, and I think I've noticed too that smart advertisers seem to be taking a page from the experience design playbook. And instead of doing like quick hit, look at this, click this style advertising, it's more about finding how many different touch points you can leverage and really trying to find ways to uh, to kind of uh, become part of the fabric of whatever site or app you're you're using to advertise or that you're you know advertising with or through. Yeah. So it becomes more of an integrated experience.
1: Yeah. It, it, it has to be that way because uh, everything else is is moving to that direction. How how do you display a banner on a smartwatch? It's going to be impossible. So. So uh, digital agencies and advertising companies and brands need to rethink how they deliver value to, to their customers. And, and uh, this, this approach of s- s- saturating everything uh, is it's becoming obsolete because people is always going to find new ways of skipping them. Uh, people always find ways to skipping things that annoy them. So you can you can you can rely on being annoying if you want to make money uh, sustainably and and the same the same can be said of uh, all these uh, copycat blogs that are mainly uh, rebroadcasting others information with with no added value just to capture a few clicks. Uh, the more and more intelligent the Google algorithm is, and the more and more intelligent the Facebook algorithm is, uh, the more and more this uh, all these copycat pages uh, will disappear. So you cannot build a, a, a business based on that because it, it, it's it's built on bad principles and and broken principles.
0: Yeah, it's going to require a more sophisticated approach, and luckily, mobile provides that because you have access to contextual data. You can give people location based prompts you can you can do a great many things that you that you nec- yeah. that you can't necessarily do on a desktop so
1: yeah and we're going to increasingly reward original content <coughs> uh, and I, I think that that probably will save uh, the publishing industry in terms of okay someone has to make, make the contents and and, and all these <laughs> all these uh, quizzes and and uh, all, all, all this uh, clickbaity crap um, Is it's is going to be short-lived because people is going to to be uh, saturated by it just like they, they People people fed up with the uh, Candy Crush uh, People is going to be fed up by by all this crappy content and and I and will value again uh, people who takes the time to to make good stories and good content and entertainment entertained content, and and we as designers need to take care of that and and at least by ourselves uh, learn to recognize mm-hmm. and value good content and original content because that th- 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 those kind of businesses like I don't know what what Wired is doing what uh, fast company is doing. Um, those are businesses that are poised to to be sustainable because they're they're invested in 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 creating value. Even Buzzfeed is is invested in creating good original content, uh, even if, even if it's uh, entertainment. Uh, you have to make good entertainment.
0: Well, I think the thing they have in common too is that they're nimble, um, and and I I think for me that's kind of the bottom line of this article uh, of your article is that is that things are changing really quickly. And to, to survive as a designer, you need to, you know, think a little broader and, and really kind of look at the bigger picture and figure out, and, and I mean, and that's one of the great things about experience design is that it requires so many different skill sets to, to produce an experience so that, um, you know, you can you can come to experience design from virtually any industry and find a way to make your skill set fit and work and be of value. Yeah. So... So yeah, I mean, I think that's that's what I really enjoyed about this article, and I and I we we have an amazing community of readers who really sounded off on this, and I, I thank you, of course, for for all the time you put in responding to the many many comments. Um, I think out of any article we've published, this one definitely has the most vibrant discussion that's uh, that's blossomed around it. So I thank you yeah, for that.
1: I, I- I, I'm, I'm glad that that happens because uh, I, I think I uh, struck a chord. I, I I'm Not interested in being right rather than I'm interested in spark a discussion because the more we we talk about this uh, the more everyone is benefiting even angry commenters uh, are doing more for for this discussion that people, which is not uh, commenting or 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 getting involved at all. So I I appreciate that people uh, take this to heart and and react to it because that that is that is uh, what needs to happen. So I'm really thrilled that that uh, this article went live and and I appreciate uh, your your trust on it because it's it's a uh, something that. I I don't know if uh, every, every every any other medium uh, had the had the guts or the balls to to publish it.
0: All right, thank you, Sergio, for taking the time to talk to us. And again, thanks to everyone who's read the article, and especially to everyone who took the time to comment. The article's still up. Comment thread is still growing on that one. So uh, weigh in. Let us know what you think of the article. Let us know what you think of this podcast we call it a podcast i think we can until next time